Welcome everyone to Bitcoin Magazine's Meet the Taco Plebs. My name is Casey, and today I have an excellent guest with us. Yosef Tetek is a frequent contributor here at the magazine. He's written some excellent content, uh, some educational type stuff, some more technically oriented stuff as well. So uh, Yosef, why don't you give yourself a quick introduction? Hi, uh, thanks for the invitation. So yeah, uh, I'm based in Czech Republic and I've been contributing uh, to Bitcoin Magazine for a few months now. Basically ever since I joined uh, Satoshi Labs, uh, the team behind Trezor, the hardware wallet. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm sure working there has been extremely interesting. Uh, it's one of the more interesting operations in the space. They've got a lot going on right now, um, but we can jump into that. But first, I'd like to ask you about how you got into Bitcoin, Yosef. Yeah, it's a sort of maybe a long-winded story because I studied Austrian economics at school and that was in 2009 to 2011. And uh, after I finished school, we founded a libertarian think tank in the Czech Republic. Uh, and we were mostly gold bucks and silver bucks back then. Mm -hmm. uh, we heard about Bitcoin. It was discussed among uh, libertarians and Austrian economists on um, American Mises Institute, for example. But it was mostly dismissive at first. Uh, and I remember the bubble uh, when Bitcoin went to $30 and then fell to $2. <laughs> and we were like, some Austrian economists were thinking, this is it for Bitcoin, it's that. Let's go back to just discussing what matters, which is gold. Mm -hmm. uh, but Bitcoin didn't seem to want to die because in 2013, I witnessed the Mt. Gox and Silk Road going down and Bitcoin still didn't die. Um, and around 2015, I finally understood uh, it's not going uh, away anytime soon. And Bitcoin is basically what uh, Goldbacks wanted all, uh, all, the, all the time, uh, like a true free market money. So... Yeah. I yeah, I got uh, then lured into shitcoins 2017-18, uh, and in 2020 I wrote a book uh, in Czech called Bitcoin: The Separation of Money and State, and I basically sort of convinced myself writing this book that Bitcoin is the only thing that truly matters. Yeah, um, I mean. I didn't know about you having written that book until uh, earlier today. I had been reading through some of your previous profile, uh, et cetera. So I think that's awesome that you're working to kind of spread the uh, good word of Bitcoin in separate languages other than English. I think uh, I'm, I'm super proud that we have a you know Czech uh, person writing for us here at the magazine. I think the more diversity we have here is is better, you know. But uh, yeah. Kind of on top of that, I want to ask you how Bitcoin has changed your life uh, in, you know, various ways, because Bitcoin can really impact the way we see uh, the world around us. Sure. Um, I guess I'm sort of like a stereotypical Bitcoiner here uh, because I experienced like uh, lowering my time preference over the years of I think about future more because there is uh, 
definitely something to look forward to now. Uh, and I approach it from uh, my like economics background, where I see how fiat messed up our economies and societies, and that we finally have a solution with Bitcoin at hand. When I used to be a gold bug uh, and a libertarian before I found about Bitcoin, it was kind of depressing because we knew about the causes, about the mess we are in, but we uh, basically didn't have the solution. And uh, like the idea that uh, governments are going back to gold was pretty naive and we basically understood that. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, like many others, I started to search for value also in other walks of life, uh, sort of became uh, carnivore and uh, I experiment with intermittent fasting and such and mostly Bitcoin has also changed my career mm -hmm. because I was able to leave uh, my corporate life in 2018 I first focused on like so-called crypto then I found out uh, crypto is pretty much full of bullshit so I focused on Bitcoin then and uh, since uh, this year I uh, joined Trezor and this has been the best job of, of my life because I basically just follow my passion and uh, get paid for it. So this is amazing. Yeah, Bitcoining every day. You can't really beat it. Um, it feels yeah. great to, to contribute to something that you care about so much. And I think you have a really interesting perspective because unlike most people who kind of go to Austrian economics through Bitcoin, you came to Bitcoin through Austrian economics. And uh, it's kind of the reverse of what a lot of new Bitcoiners experience as they go down the rabbit hole. And uh, Austrian economics is such an incredibly, you know, uh, uh, un unacknowledged, you know, field of economics. And it's totally untaught in most American schools. Uh, and so it's just extremely interesting to, to experience someone who's gone through the Austrian economics tube into Bitcoin rather than the reverse, which is uh, the most common way Bitcoiners kind of get introduced to that side of economics, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm very happy that uh, Austrian economics is basically in a spotlight right now because 10 years ago it was a very niche kind of thing and uh, like nobody took it seriously, like uh, from uh, mainstream economics and like ordinary people. And now when people are trying to figure out what's wrong with our money, what's wrong with our economies, Austrian economics uh, has basically the best answers. And it's very compatible with uh, understanding Bitcoin, which is why it's so popular nowadays. So it's it's been really, really great to see this evolve. And I'm also glad that uh, like the um, old Austrian economics, let's say like uh, Tom Woods, for example, uh, is being invited on post podcast. And uh, yeah, it's great that uh, we have this academic background basically backing us up. Yeah, it must be somewhat vindicating as well. But um, yeah, <laughs> certainly. So uh, I guess jumping off of that, um, some of the pieces you've written for us at the magazine have really aimed to educate people on how to best maximize their Bitcoin stack. Uh, what do you think is the most important like topic or idea for people to educate themselves about in regards to Bitcoin? Well, um, I believe it's mostly about how fiat works nowadays. What's wrong with uh, today's money? Uh, because like for 
ordinary people, it doesn't really matter how Bitcoin is mined, how blockchain works, how private key work. Uh, they have to understand uh, why it's uh, why it matters, why it's necessary, why it's acutely needed by mankind. Mm -hmm. So many people still believe there is some link to gold with fiat money or that central bankers have like the science of money nailed down. But when you show like ordinary people some long-term charts, like with interest rates or, or price levels or money stock or debt levels, they will just see there is something wrong and this is not sustainable. And then the other side of uh, this coin is, uh, introducing them to Bitcoin and basically going through uh, the whole orange pill kind of thing where uh, first you see the problem, then you have to search for the answer. And also part of that is uh, understanding how Bitcoin works from a technical side and that you need to take possession. It works different than uh, fiat money where you have some bank accounts. Here you shouldn't rely on some account at an exchange. You should just hold all the Bitcoin in your Trezor. Mm -hmm. And it's great that the infrastructure is there, like uh, compared to several years ago, we have much better tools uh, at our disposal right now. So yeah, uh, from both perspectives, understanding how fiat money works, how Bitcoin works, and having the proper tools to take action, everything is improving uh, so, 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 so great in the past years so yeah we are we are in a very good place i would i would say definitely i agree um i totally agree that it's great to see all the uh all the different you know options people have as far as hardware and, and all the education we have now and just all the level of content coming out um and i like how you highlight that it's important that people understand what the fiat system looks like and why it's bad uh, in order for them to fully understand Bitcoin. Uh, and it's such an important aspect of, of really earning and learning that conviction and um, uh, becoming a Bitcoin uh, you know, believer and a hodler. So, so it's a- Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, definitely a different perspective for like our first worlders in Western countries. And for someone like in Cuba or Venezuela, like Alex Gladstein uh, often writes for Bitcoin Magazine, mm -hmm. this kind of perspective, because uh, we have to basically find out why uh, money, like why fiat money sucks. But like people in uh, developing countries where they have like 15% uh, inflation rate, they don't have to read books about it because they see it every day. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it's kind of different for us. And I'm kind of maybe pessimistic in terms of uh, first world getting it. I believe like people in Nigeria, Cuba, Venezuela, El Salvador are getting it much faster than we are. Yeah, yeah, I mean, experience is everything. And uh, it's unfortunate, yeah. it's a two-sided coin that they while they experience you know hyper bitcoinization faster because they're adopting it faster the reason they're adopting it and experiencing it all so fast is because they have to experience firsthand uh you know the real collapse of fiat uh in front of their lives livelihoods you know so sure. uh, yeah. it's, it's a difficult it's a difficult thing but certainly certainly true that uh they seem to be getting it much faster uh than you know western countries who continually kind of brush off Bitcoin. But uh, looking yeah. forward, 
what do you what are you most looking forward to in the Bitcoin space? Because there's so many things that are uh, being worked on right now, uh, so many developments geopolitically. So, what would you most look forward to? Yeah, like you said, there there's many things. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to Taproot and Schnorr in uh, in real usage. Like, what kind of benefits will it bring for us? Uh, in the short term, definitely El Salvador. It's like uh, in two weeks, uh, the Bitcoin law will come into uh, will come live. So that's definitely interesting. And yeah, developing countries in general. Uh, recently, I saw um, Imperivus AI Hackathon, like a third layer kind of development on top of Lightning Network, which is very sexy. So. This is this is fascinating stuff, and I'm looking forward to further developments in this area. Mm, yeah, mostly I'm looking forward to just more and more ordinary people realizing that Bitcoin is never going away, and understanding the implications of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, hyper Bitcoinization is going to be something to behold, as the entire world really understands what we've been, you know, discussing for the past few years. Uh, but yeah, it's it's extremely exciting. Like you said, uh, the, the different layers being developed uh, in El Salvador, so many things to look forward to if you're into Bitcoin right now. Uh, to wrap it all up, I always like to ask this question, Yosef. Uh, let's, let's get a little bit bullish. What would your price prediction be for the end of this year and for the end of 2030? Sure. Um... So let me preface my answer with this. Uh, in the short term, I believe we are usually too optimistic and in the long term, we are too pessimistic. So uh, for the end of 2021, I believe uh, we will see Bitcoin over 100K. Uh, but maybe this is too optimistic. And by 2030, I would say over $1 million in today's purchasing power. But as I state in one of my articles, uh, in the long run, the fiat price doesn't really matter because uh, fiat will fail. It is failing already and Bitcoin will take over. So I wouldn't get uh, too hung up on any particular fiat price point uh, because if you sell for some magical number, you will get poorer over long term because you won't have enough bitcoin yeah yeah i mean i love that viewpoint that uh we're too too bullish on the short term and too too bearish on the long term because it's a patient viewpoint it's like it understands the value of bitcoin that eventually it will be worth more than what fiat can potentially you know denominate it as but uh in the short term we just have to maintain and uh hodl and not get so uh wrapped up in the uh price fluctuations on a daily basis yeah exactly so uh, thanks so much for, for coming on, Yosef. It's a pleasure having you write for the magazine, pleasure having you on the show. Uh, and we look forward to your excellent articles that will continue to come out. I think we've actually got one coming out today or uh, tomorrow. So awesome. Looking forward to yeah. it. And, nice uh, to hear. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, take care, Yosef. Check out the next episode of uh, Meet the Taco Plebs. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks.